with the first about eight or nine verses, and today we're going to deal with the next eight or nine verses, talking about giving. We've been talking about giving, um, but I'm giving from the perspective of faith, and giving is, it transcends what we do in the offering. Giving is what we do with our life. Amen. Giving is what we do with our time. Giving is what we do when we worship. And so we come to give God praise and glory. And we look at the life of Abraham, and we have studied faith, and we talked about worship. And here this morning, as we're in this word, um, we're moving in faith, but we're talking about giving everything to God, giving it to God. Come on, give it to God. Everybody has something they're dealing with, they're going through. Everybody has something that God has blessed them with. God has anointed them to do. Uh, everybody has something they're praying about. They're struggling. But the key this morning for your peace, for your, for your, for your joy, the key uh, for um, standing through this time, through this season is to learn how to give it to the Lord. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to give it to the Lord. What am I giving to the Lord? I'm giving to the Lord my, my, my life. I'm giving to him my, my, my job. I'm giving to him my finances. Giving to him my, my family. Come on, I'm giving to him uh, my time. Giving it to the Lord. I'm giving to him that thing, that challenge that problem, that hurt. Come on, give it to the Lord. Somebody say that again. Give it to the Lord. Amen. Give it to the Lord. There are some things we go through in life we're going to deal with that you just can't do anything about. All right? I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what kind of education you've got. I uh, don't care who you know. Some things you just got to give it to the Lord. Amen. And sometimes it's hard for us to do that because uh, many of us, we've got different types of personalities, type A, B, and C, and all this. Some of us, we like to control everything. Uh, we like to know what we're going to do and how we're going to do it, what we're going to be, how we're going to get there. Uh, but when you are living a life of faith, there are some things uh, that are going to come up that you can't do anything about. You've got to learn how to give it to God. You've got to give it to God. And it's easy to give it to God when you recognize who he is. And when you obey his word. And when you trust what his word has said. And we look at Abraham who was summoned by God to go and to give his promise. His promised son and offer him up as a burnt offering. And Abraham, without question, got up early. We talked about that. And he pursued the place that God instructed for him to go. And he had his mind set up that I'm going to give this child to the Lord. And it wasn't difficult for him to do because he understood that God gave him that son to begin with. 
in the first place. Come on, that's a key. Whatever is on your heart this morning, whatever you're dealing with, whatever is bothering you, whatever uh, you have prayed about and you haven't seen move, God has already given you that desire. He's already given you that inward uh, attachment or whatever it is. And so uh, give it to him. All right, I'm going to break this down and make it clear this morning. Uh, I'm not going to withhold my blessing by holding on something God has told me to release. And many of us, uh, we hold back our blessing because we have not released the thing God has asked us to release. We're holding on to what he has already given us, and we have attached ourselves to it sometimes more we, than we have attached ourselves to him. But don't attach yourself to a thing or to a person more than you have attached yourself to the Father. We've got to get in such a place, in such a way, that we don't have anything to lose because we already have everything because we have Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Come on, declare that. I don't have anything to lose because I have everything when Jesus is Lord of my life, you don't have anything to lose. Come on, I don't have anything to lose by walking by faith, by moving in faith, because I have gained everything already when I got Jesus. Come on, let me put this in plain English. When I give myself to Jesus, I gain everything because he's everything that we could possibly need. Now, you have natural needs, you have spiritual needs, but he says in his word that he would supply all of our need according to his riches and glory. Come on, anybody know this morning God is rich, but I'm not talking about the definition that the world has said that rich is. I read something one day that says uh, to be rich uh, or to be uh, wealthy, there's a certain number, and I think it was two point something million dollars, but listen, that is not how God defines rich. God does not define rich by what you have, amen, materially. He defines rich by what you have spiritually. And when you have him, you are in a wealthy place. When you have him, come on, you are connected to a kingdom that's not of this world, and you have access to heaven's everything when you have Jesus. Come on, somebody to declare that. As long as I have him, I have enough. And that's a question I have this morning. Is God enough? Is he enough? Is God enough? Or is there something else that has it's grip a hold on you that you love more. You've got to love God more than anything else. Come on. I'm not going to withhold my blessing by holding on something God has told me to release. Let me read the word this morning. Starting at verse 9, it says, When they arrived at the place where God told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it, and then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. Abraham picked up the knife 
to kill his son as a sacrifice. Abraham was serious about it. And at that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Come on. Are you in the place where God told you to go? Have you done the thing God has asked you to do? Come on, have you given him your yes? Have you given him your yes? It's easy for me to give anything back to God when I've given him my yes because he's my everything. Thank you, Lord. God has to be more to you than houses and cars and diamonds and rings and money and people. Come on, people will leave you. Things can be taken away from you, but one thing that cannot be taken is your salvation when you place your faith in Christ Jesus. One thing that cannot be removed is the internal peace that you have when you come in right relationship with the Father. And so oftentimes folk, amen, they find themselves distant and separated from God because they were serving God or worshiping God because it was based upon the condition of their circumstance or the state of their life in terms of how well things are going. But listen, we've got to get in a place, amen, where it doesn't matter what's going on, amen, in our finances, in our body, in our family, that God is more than enough, that God is our everything, and that our yes transcends whatever obligations and responsibilities we have earthly, that he has priority. Come on. And I can move in faith because I trust him more. I love him more than I love stuff. I trust him more and I love him more than I'm concerned about whether somebody likes me or somebody understands my obedience. I trust God more whether somebody understands my worship or the release of my praise. I love him more. Thank you, Lord. Does you, do you love God more? Is God more than enough? Amen. When God is more than enough, it will move you out of a place that is limited. It will move you into a place that is unlimited. Because this is what happened to Abraham. Come on. Write that down. When God gets in a place in your life, amen, where your yes transcends whatever is holding on to you, you move into a place of unlimited and increase. Because you are no longer bound and limited by what you can see, by what you can do, but what you can fix. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When your obedience is greater than your sacrifice. Listen to me. Your obedience has to be greater than your sacrifice. And when your obedience is greater than your sacrifice, you don't care what you've got to burn. You don't care what you have to lay across the altar because my yes outweighs anything else. Hallelujah. And that's the place where I want to go this morning. I want to get in this place with God where I've got such a greater faith that if I'm in a situation where I've got a knife held up over something that the Lord can hear me and can see me and I can hear him and see him enough clearly that I can respond 
to what he has in store for me in that place that he had positioned for me to go to take me to a new level in him. God wants to take you to another level. Somebody in this room I'm talking to, somebody listening to me, God wants to move you to another level, but you're going to have to move from where you are to where he is. Come on, you're going to have to move out of that place of doubt and fear and worry. You're going to have to move out of that carnal thinking and move into a place to where it doesn't matter if it makes sense. God is greater than this problem. He's greater than this trial. He's greater than this pressure or this pain. My yes, I'm willing to release to him. I'll give it back to him. Abraham replied, yes, here I am. In verse 12, it says, don't lay hand on the boy. The angel says, don't hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. God tests us not to tempt us to get us to fall, but he tests us to help us see where we are. He wants us to know who we are in him. And he wants us to see who he is. God will put you in a situation purposely he will create a problem, somebody say, to solve a problem. Is that right? And so before you had a problem, God had the answer. And he says, don't hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. And sometimes God will put you in a situation where there's some stuff, there's some people, there's some things you've got to give up, but it doesn't matter because you truly fear the Lord and you're willing to walk away from something because you realize whatever you're walking away from is nothing compared to what you're walking to. Come on, somebody write that down. What I have to walk away from is nothing compared to what I am walking to when I am obedient to what the word of God says. What I am walking away from is greater. It's not greater than what I'm walking to. Let me fix it right now. I didn't say it that backwards. What I'm walking away from is not greater than what I'm walking to when I'm obedient to what the word of God has said. Praise the Lord. When my obedience outweighs my sacrifice. We make a lot of sacrifices, okay? We make a lot of sacrifices. What is the word sacrifice? It's to offer up. Uh, it could be in, in the scripture an animal, a person, or an object. But it's the act of giving up something valued for the sake of something else regarded as more important or more worthy. Come on. God, sometimes he asks us to give up something that we care about that's important to us. But he's not doing that to hurt us. But he's doing that to give us something that's greater. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody ever walked away from something that was good? You liked it. Amen. You were content. But there was just something on the inside that you knew this wasn't it. This is not it all. And so I have to be willing to move into faith to walk away from something that makes me feel good or that is something that I prayed about already and I've received. And God said, give that up. And he's not ever asking you to give anything up. And he's going to hand you something that's lesser. Do you hear me? God's not going to ask you to give something up to bring you into something that's lesser. He asks you to give something up 
to come into something that's greater. And that's why it's important when we come to Jesus Christ, amen, that we never get the perspective that when we were in the world, what we were doing was greater. That when we was in the world, we were happier. That when we was in the world, we had more friends, we had more money, or we had more time. And maybe in the natural, it may appear that way, but when you give up a life of sin, when you give up a life of that is outside of the realm of God, when you give that up, you are coming into something greater. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say that I'm coming into something greater. Come on, when you give up disobedience, come on, when you give up your selfishness, when you give up your agenda and you say, Lord, I'm yours. And not only am I yours, but everything I've got is yours. They used to sing that song when I was coming up. I'm yours, Lord. Everything I am, everything I've got, everything I'm not, I'm yours. Come on. Has anybody had that declaration the Lord this morning that I'm yours? I belong to you. Come on. I don't belong, amen, to myself. I don't belong to my family and my friends. I don't belong to my job. But I understand there's a sense of ownership that comes from on high. And I don't mind giving up because I understand that I've got everything when I gave myself to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God wants us to get in such a place of obedience that where our obedience outweighs our sacrifice. He looks at our place of commitment. He looks at our place of declaration. And he wants to know, are we going to give up something valued for the sake of something else that's more important or more worthy? That word sacrifice, give up something important or valued for the sake of other considerations. And Abraham knew that what he was giving up, amen, was not greater than what God had. And listen, this was just a test for Abraham. Don't lay hands on the boy. I know you truly fear God. You have not withheld even from me your only son. What have you withheld from God? Come on, what are you holding on to? What have you not released? Amen. Somebody say, I don't have nothing else to give. I gave him my everything. Amen. You're in a great place of faith. Come on, you're in a great place. And that's where the place we need to be, in a place of expectation, saints, where we can move in faith. Don't matter what people say. Don't matter what people do. Don't matter what the bank accounts say. Don't matter what the lawyers say. Don't matter what the doctors say. I'm going to get up. I'm going to move in faith. I'm going to move into the dimension in the realm of God's authority. Thank you, Lord. God is looking for expectation. Write that down. Come on. He's looking for expectation. That's why when we come to church, we shouldn't come to church, amen, without an expectation that I'm going to hear from God. I'm going to receive from God. I'm giving up that, that warm bed. I'm giving up that warm house. Come on. I'm giving up that hot breakfast because I got to get to the house of the Lord because God has something greater than what I was going to put in my belly. He has something greater than what's going on downtown. There's something in his house. And I don't mind releasing, amen, these other priorities and obligations because I understand that I have an expectation that God is more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. God is looking for someone that will believe he's going to meet you where he told you to meet him. Do you believe God is going to meet you where he told you to meet him? Amen. In every way. 
Come on, if he say tithe, do you believe that he's going to meet you in the place where he told you to meet him? Come on, if he say get up and pray 3 o'clock in the morning, do you believe that he's going to meet you at the place where he told you to meet him? If he tell you to relocate somewhere, if he tell you to give up something somewhere, do you believe that he's going to meet you on the other side of your yes? Thank you, Lord. God is looking for expectation. But sometimes, amen, we've got to move in faith and give something up. And what we're giving up looks like a step backward. But what looks like a step backward with God is always a step forward. Do you hear me? Sometimes the Lord asks you to do something that don't make sense. But a step backward is a step forward. Amen. Anybody ever had to walk away from something? Amen. You gave up a salary. Come on. You gave up a house. Help me. Come on. You gave up a car. Amen. You gave up a relationship. You gave up something. But do you believe that that step backward is a step forward? Thank you, Lord. Abraham moved in faith. And when he moved in faith, it shifted him and his seed into a place of increase. You see, Isaac was the seed of Abraham's faith. Listen, he was the promise, but this promise was a seed. And what I like about seed is that seed is not just what you see. But when you plant and when you are in faith with seed, it always produces more and brings forth increase. When it is planted in the right perspective, in the right place, with the right attitude, in a place of expectation that I can give up seed. But when I give up seed, amen, I serve a God that knows how to release and bring forth increase from the thing that I gave away. Thank you, Lord. Did anybody hear what I'm saying this morning? I don't care what you've given up. I don't care how much it was. I don't care how important it was. I don't care how valuable it was. I don't care how much you loved it and cared about it. If God told you to do it, do it. Amen. And believe that on the other side of that yes is multiplication. Because look what happened. Somebody need to catch hold of this word this morning. Thank you, Lord. Then Abraham looked and he saw a ram caught in the bush by its horns in a thicket. He took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named the place Yahweh, Jehovah Jireh, Yahweh, Yireh, because the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Somebody say, God will provide. Do you believe he's Jehovah Jireh? Amen. Do you believe what you're giving in expectation? Amen. That God is more than enough. That he knows how. Amen. To respond to your yes. The Bible says the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. And this is what the Lord says. Because you have obeyed me and not withheld your son, your only son. I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. And not only will I bless you, but I will multiply your descendants beyond number. Like the stars in the sky and the sands of the seashore, your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you obeyed me. 
I'm telling you, when you move in faith, when you're obedient to what God says, when you give him your life, when you give what's important, when you give what means something, when you give in faith, when you are obedient to the word of God, whatever the seed is that you release will produce the harvest sometimes that you can't even see. Thank you, Jesus. It will produce a harvest that you can't even hold and contain on your own. I've been to the beach and I looked at the sand, but there's no way in the world that I would even attempt to count it. And listen, God told Abraham that as the sand on the seashore, like the stars in the sky, amen, you keep looking. But the more you think you've got done, there's something else. Amen. There's something else. You keep looking. You keep looking. God's got more because he knows how to multiply and to amplify what you think is important what you value what you think is everything that you need he knows how to take what you've given up and turn it into something amen that will be not just a blessing to your life but it'll be a blessing to the people around you it'll be a blessing to the world and i'm here to tell you every believer every person in this room god will provide God will see about your need. God will see about your circumstance. But he wants to see your obedience. He wants to see your faith. And listen, when he sees your obedience, when he sees your faith, you will see increase. Somebody say that. I will see increase. And listen, I'm not just talking about money because there's things money can't buy. Amen. You can have a billion dollars and have cancer. Amen. So the owner of Walmart said it. Before he died, he had bone cancer. And he says, I give up every dime of my money if I could get rid of this cancer there's some things money can't buy and some of us have put our value in the wrong thing in the wrong place but I want God I want to understand that God is Jehovah Jireh that he's more than enough and whatever I give up whatever I release he will see my seed and not only will he meet my need but he will exceed my expectation he will bring multiplication and amplification and increase into my life Come on. Did anybody hear what I'm saying this morning? God wants to see you, to see him in every area of your life. Amen. Don't hold on to the word, but treat the word as a seed. Every time you hear a message, there ought to be an action and a response. Come on, every time somebody release a word, some of y'all are mad at a prophet right now. You said somebody spoke a word over my life, but you didn't do the thing that God told you to do. Listen, because prophecy is not automatic. The promise of God is not automatic. You got to line up. Come on, your confession, your faith, your activity, your action got to match what you believe about what God said. And if you want to see something supernatural, you're going to have to do something that don't make sense. You want to see something happen in your life. If you want to see God move, you want to see God make a way come on you've got to give him everything and you've got to believe come on that he's got the best of everything and that he's more than enough does anybody have the courage I'm wrap this up to go into the unknown with God and to trust God will meet you when you move to the place he called you to be. There's purpose and destiny attached to your faith and your obedience, saint. It's not what the preachers say. It's not what grandma say. It's not what grandpa say. It's in the word of God. And listen, when I line up with it, when I understand that he's Jehovah Jireh, my trust and my faith is not in stuff. My trust and my faith is not in folk. But I believe that God is my source and that he will supply my need and he will see my seed and he will use that seed of faith as a place to bring forth increase and to produce a harvest in my life.
The promise Abraham received when he obeyed God was increased. But it wasn't material increase. He didn't tell Abraham, I'm going to bless you with money, cars, diamonds, and rings. He said that I will cause your seed to be blessed. He says, I will multiply your descendants. That's things that you can't see. Listen, Abraham's faith is still working. Even though Abraham is dead. Do you hear me? Does anybody hear me this morning? His faith is still working even though he is dead. Listen, come on. I'm the byproduct, amen, of the seed of faith. Come on. We're the byproduct of the seed of faith. Come on. Listen, God knows how to do something even when it looked dead, even when it feel dead. He knows how to bring forth increase and harvest in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I already been that way of Abraham. I've already given up something that's important to me. I laid it on the altar and it even felt like what I gave up. There was nothing else there to replace it. But I'm here to tell you today, you don't have nothing to lose. Come on, give it to God. Come on, you don't have nothing to lose. Move in faith. Come on, you may look stupid. Folk may laugh at you. They may call you names. They may call you a quitter. They may say you giving up. But listen, don't worry about it. God God is Jehovah Jireh. He says, I'll supply your need according to your riches and glory. Whatever I'm walking away from, listen, I'm not going to be worried about it because I'm walking the greater. Come on, I'm walking to the promise of God. I'm walking in the increase. I'm walking in the favor. Come on, I'm walking in the multiplication. Listen, I believe God sees my faith and I believe he sees my seed. And so I'm not going to hold on to what I have. I'm not going to hold on to what I think I need. I'm going to give it to Jesus don't care how valuable or precious it is I'm going to trust him that he'll provide come on I'm going to trust him that he will perform I'm going to trust that he will respond to my yes does anybody trust God will respond to your yes this morning thank you Jesus do you trust he will respond to your worship that's what he was doing he's going up to offer up a sacrifice thank you Jesus Hallelujah. But it wasn't about the thing. It was about his faith. It was about obedience. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to bring multiplication into your life. He wants to cause you to increase in quality and quantity. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's given you a seed. And don't ask God for something that you're not willing to give it back to him. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, why would God give me something and ask for me to give it back? Thank you, Jesus. Why would God bless and answer my prayer then have me release or commit it back what he have blessed me with? Because you have to give up to get more of God. Thank you, Jesus. Is God enough? Thank you, Jesus. Abraham's test was to prove to him that God could trust him, that his praise was greater than his most prized possession. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stand to your feet all over the building. Come on, I admonish you to move in faith. Come on, Paul said to Church of Corinthians, we walk by faith and not by sight. I'm not looking at the things which are seen, but I'm looking at the things which are not seen. You look at Hebrews chapter 11. It talks about Abraham's faith. 
it talks about the son of Isaac and promise. And it said Abraham's had such a great faith that if he put that knife to him, that he believed that God would raise him from the dead. Come on and read it later. Genesis, Hebrews chapter 11. Thank you, Jesus. Abraham believed in resurrection power even before we knew Amen. What Jesus was going to do or how Jesus was going to do it. Jesus was already there. Amen. He was Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, Jesus. If you keep dissecting that word, it takes you back to Elohim. That's the self-existent God, the eternal God. That Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Abraham believed that he had faith that God can bring this back from the dead. And I trust him enough to put a knife to it. Come on, what have you put a knife to today? I'm not talking about physically or literally, but there's some stuff. Amen. God has asked us to lay on the altar that we're holding on to it. We haven't released it. And the Lord wants you to release it today. He wants to release it today because whatever you're giving up is not greater than whatever God's got to give to you. He said, no good thing will I withhold from them that love me, that fear me. I don't care who hurt you. I don't care who walked out on you. I don't care who's talking about you. Come on, release that grudge this morning. Come on, release that hurt this morning. There's more God has. He's more than enough. Come on, some of us are nursing our hurt. We're nursing our pain. We're nursing our promise. We're nursing our yes. But listen, God wants you to release. He wants you to let go because he's more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Does anybody believe the Lord will provide if you move in faith? Do you believe God got something? Come on, I don't have nothing to lose. I've got everything to gain. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is God more than enough today? Is he more than enough today? Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, they sing that song. Jehira, you are enough, Lord. Does anybody believe that? You are enough, Lord. Come on, y'all sing that for me. I don't know the words. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, Lord, you are enough. Anybody want the more of God this morning? Anybody ready to walk into an increase in multiplication? Come on, I'm tired of in this level that I'm at, I want to go higher in God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to release this thing that's important to me. And I'm going to give it to Jesus because God is more than enough. Come on. Some of you lost. You lost spouses. You've lost children. You've lost accountants. You've lost jobs. You've lost material things. But listen, God is more than enough this morning. And I've got everything to gain because I've given my life to Jesus. The Lord will provide. Come on, he's more than enough. Hallelujah. Come on, if you need prayer, I want you to come. I'm going to pray for you quickly. I want you to come. He's more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. He's more than enough. Hallelujah. Jaira, you are enough. Come on, Lord, you want more than enough. Come on, Lord, you're more than enough. Woo! Hey, 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 hey. Come on, I feel that. Come on, Lord, you are more than enough. Lord, you are more than enough. You're all I need. You're all I need. 